Hey everybody, welcome back to Pagan Switchy Corner. My name is Pagan. I'm joined by the wonderful, amazing goddess in human form, V. You can find her on her wonderful podcast, Life Paranormal with V. And welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Pagan. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that you're here. We've been talking about this for like a month straight, and now we finally yeah. got to actually sit down and do this. This is so awesome. Yeah. And it's so it's fitting that tonight, mm -hmm. it's such a beautiful stormy night here, which is perfect because yeah. you've got all those beautiful spooky vibes, which I love. I know. It's like the weather came together here, too, because it's like cloudy, it's windy, and it's like the perfect weather. I love this weather. Oh, I do, too. <laughs> I love it so much. This is so great. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about what got you interested in the paranormal. Yeah. Um, so I, I love when I get asked this question because it's like it goes as far back as when I was a little girl, like from the age of three, I started, com you know, communicating with the um, with the afterlife and the spirit world has always been around me. Um, so I, I really didn't find out what a medium was until I was like in high school. It, I, my parents really shielded me from that. I grew up in like a really Catholic home. But, um, you know, it, I've been fascinated by it. I, I really immersed myself in it uh, as I got older um, you know TV shows books it just it, it thrilled me because it made me feel like I wasn't alone <laughs> there were there were others who experienced other um, similar uh, to what I have similar events so yeah it's been around me for a long time <laughs> that's absolutely amazing what made you decide to start uh. your podcast about it I think I, I realized that, you know, I was getting a lot of calls during COVID and a lot of my friends were also, you know, super naturally inclined as me, uh, you know, they're just telling me like a lot of them were, were going through a lot of emotional stuff. And, you know, I have um, a, a lot of things associated with mental health um, issues mm -hmm. as well. But I realized as an empath and an intuitive, we, we take on a lot. And there was just like a collective suffering that was happening in the world. And I think a lot of us you know, we're feeling that a lot of us who, who are in tune with that. Um, and I, I really wanted to be another voice and uh, not not so much of an outreach for others, but to let them know that there's a, a light in the darkness. You know, there, there was so much people losing hope. And I just thought, you know, it's a good time for me because it was a good place for, for me to, you know, have a really good balance in my mental health. So it was very... Um, it was like a good outlet to express myself. And also I felt like we had, it was a perfect time to find your own joy during that time in life. Yes. We have to find the little joys, right? So I just felt, you know, this can bring me a lot of joy. It can bring me a lot of peace. And it's just, it started as something small. I never thought to take it to Twitter and just make it grow the way it has, but it, it was something for me. It was like my own little personal diary and it just kind of, you know, it just started from there. So, and I love it. <laughs> I love that so much. And it's funny because uh, Kyle and I over on our, my sister podcast, uh, Chaos and Shadow, we started during the pandemic as well. And yeah. it, it was just kind of this really interesting time. I feel like it was a really interesting time spiritually as well as socially and globally. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so that there was a lot of really interesting things happening. And I'm kind of glad that so many people have kind of found their wonderful spooky niche during this yeah. time. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, it's a sad time, obviously, but at the same time, mm -hmm. I'm really happy that we were all able to come together and, you know, 
in the spooky uh-huh. vibes. <laughs> exactly. I think everybody was like, you know what? It's now or never. There was like kind of like this, you know, this thing in the air that's like, you know, life is too short and I, I need to stop caring what others think and I'm just going to be my a true authentic self and I don't care. And, that you know, it was sick. for me. Yeah, right? So. <laughs> that's so awesome. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. So moving on to my next question. What are your thoughts on witchcraft and the paranormal? And this could encompass the occult because to me, the occult kind of is like a big umbrella term that has witchcraft included and some spooky Mm -hmm. vibes, but it Mm -hmm. really does have so much stuff. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah. The occult, I think of mystery. I think of the unknown. I think of just things that, that have fascinated me for forever. Um, I, I absolutely love witchcraft. I do my own, you know, everybody's different in their own practice. I'm very solitary. Um, I do have a lot of witchy friends and, uh, we're, we're proud witches. I, I'm very proud of who I am. I, I really have come out, um, to a lot of my, my very religious family and, Mm -hmm. you know, some of them are very supportive. Others are not. And that's, that's fine with me. I'm very happy with where I'm at, but I, I feel like it's helped me to put a really good barrier and shield around myself with the mm-hmm. spirit world because of my practice. Um, I, I'm at this point now where I'm able to um, have a good control over it. There's still times when, you know, spirit likes to make itself known, but it's healthy. <laughs> I, I I feel like my, my craft has really helped protect my home, you know, and with my, my spells I do on my home and on my, on my um, you know, in my life, I feel like things come up like you know you and I talked off air about something so I I feel like things do come up but they can always be worse but I always feel like you know mother earth the universe has my back so yeah I think that it's it's been a very great journey of finding myself and finding what works for me and in my craft and in my spell work so I I very much feel very appreciative towards you know, the spirit world and, you know, my experience with it, because it's been, you know, really good, but I've had some really scary, terrifying moments that, you know, Mm -hmm. have traumatized me. So, um, and because of those things that happened to me negatively, I do my best with my craft to protect myself. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's kind of one of the biggest basics that you should be learning when you come into woodcraft of any kind is Mm -hmm. always start with protection everything else can come next but start with protection Mm -hmm. learn how to defend yourself because there is Mm -hmm. a lot out there we're not just talking about um you know stuff in the physical obviously yes protect yourself in the physical but there's Mm -hmm. a lot in the spirit realm and the astral or the universal realms whatever you want to call it whatever Mm -hmm. your umbrella term is there's so much out there that just doesn't always have your best interest at heart yeah and it's exactly. not that they're really out to get you or anything like that mm-hmm. there's just some stuff that likes to play with you so yeah from two seasoned witches start with your protection spells people do it yes very great advice <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. so yeah i would love to know if you're okay with talking about it What's it, as a solitary practitioner? What kind of path do you follow? Like, are you Norse pagan? Are you uh, mm-hmm. Celtic, Gardarian, or Gardenian, Gardarian? I always butcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. Um, you know, I, I would, I don't know what I really recognize myself with, and I've always, I, 
I've never placed it because I love Norse, you know, and I love Celtic. So I don't feel like I recognize myself specifically with anything. Um, I, I don't know how to answer that, (laughs) (laughs) but it's okay. Yeah, no, because I think, you know what, I think I'm still trying to figure that out, to be honest with you, because, you know, I'm, I'm not very new in my practice. I've been doing this for years, but as far as like really coming out, you know, I never had, you know, within the, the witch community, I've never had any friends like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So within the past year, like really making a lot of great friends and, you know, uh, getting invited to be in some circles and, you know, it's just great. I, I love it, but I think I'm still trying to figure that out to be honest with you. Well, that's a really good answer because honestly and truly, like, I would say when I started out, I was on a completely different path than I am right now. Right now, I'm leaning more, I guess you could say, I am Norse pagan who Mm -hmm. works with other deities and a couple of other pantheons, but primarily Norse. So, but when I started out, I was working with Egyptian deities, I was working with Celtic deities, and now none of those deities work with me. So it's not that they have forsaken me or anything like that. It's just I've yeah. moved on from what they needed to teach me. And mm-hmm. that I I find that to be a really interesting topic that a lot of people, a lot of witches don't really mm-hmm. bro- uh, broach with, you know, you don't have to stick with the same deities if you work mm-hmm. with deities. And yeah. so in your practice, do you work with deities? Um, I did in the beginning. And it's so funny that you brought up Egyptian because I did work with that in the beginning and uh, moved over to Celtic. That's so funny that you said that. <laughs> but, you know, and it's so crazy because my dad, after my grandpa passed away, and I never noticed this, and he's been wearing this ring more often. Uh, my grandpa actually had a um, ring, this beautiful ring that was um, Norse. And I was like, where did my where did my grandfather get this? And I felt this like huge connection, like, you know, with my, my family, um, and its roots, I really felt like this had been like this heirloom that had been passed down from generation to generation. And I just mm-hmm. uh, have always felt that connection. Um, but yeah, no, I, um, presently I'm, I'm really working with more of the Fae. <laughs> I've, nice. I've had a, a lot of yes i've been working with the fae a lot lately that's what i've been um it, they've just been appearing a lot and being around and um they're very playful and they're very loving and they're very playful and they're very you know <laughs> i have to say playful because they play a lot of jokes on me but you know i and it they just kind of showed up you know mm-hmm. um but I, and i'm like i said i don't really stick it's whatever comes up and it's very um uh, it's fun. It's spontaneous, and it's it's like everything comes together. There's signs and symbols, and I, I'm just drawn to whatever is calling me. To be honest with you, so yeah, that's that's, um, that's where nice. I'm at right now. Yeah, that's very nice. Have you read uh, Storm Fairy Wolf's book, uh, The Forbidden Mysteries of Fairy Witchcraft, or be- his other book that's the precursor to that is Betwixt and Between? Have you oh, read wow, either of those? No, they sound lovely, though. They are so <laughs> good. So good. Yeah. I highly recommend them to you. Um, Storm is a really good friend of ours. He, he's been on Chaos and Shadow. We did a text interview with him, and we also did a mm-hmm. uh, 
actual podcast interview my brain couldn't think of the word i was like in person no i haven't met him in person not yet uh we'll get there eventually but no he is absolutely lovely and his books are just stunning so if you're working with the fae definitely check Mm -hmm. those out because for me when i i'm not really i wasn't hmm. so the fae and i have a very interesting relationship i Mm -hmm. i was in a coven of sorts and i i don't want to call it an official coven because though we called ourselves a coven the mm-hmm. individuals that i was in this group with uh were very gatekeepy very oh okay yeah. just very negative like mm-hmm. my magic is better than yours i am all powerful oh, i am descended yeah. from deity like the points that working with some of these individuals that you really kind of question their own sanity more than their actual power um not to say exactly. that you know you can't be a strong witch not saying any of that what i'm saying is these individuals took it to a point of a power trip Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was, that's a negative space to be in. So yeah. I, they, the individuals that were in that group that I worked with, they had some negative things to say when it came to mm-hmm. working with the fate. Like you have to be descended from a fate bloodline to work with them. You have to do all sorts of other oh. stuff. Mm-hmm. Which now in hindsight, now knowing what I know, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute mm-hmm. bullshit. So I would say that, you know, what are your thoughts when it comes to working with the Fae? Like, what advice would you have for somebody who's just starting out looking into working with the Fae? Yeah. And you know what? I always have a teacher, to be honest with you. I have someone older and wiser that I always refer to and ask questions about. And I have Mm -hmm. several and I absolutely love them. And, you know, when I first told them, hey, this appeared and this appeared to me and, you know, it's there's just too much coincidences to just put this past me that they want to work with me so you know the advice that I give as far as like you know starting out working it's to go in there with respect and uh regard them in a way that they want to be regarded and you're right it's all about you can't go in with ego you can't go in thinking that you know everything Mm -hmm. um they they can just smile at a mile away (laughs) I think that they really come to those who are humbled and uh I think it's just been in you. I mean, I, I feel like I've had that for a long time. I mean, on my podcast, I talk about um, a, um, a house dwarf that I had in my home, you know, that I, mm-hmm. I, would, I saw. And um, so, you know, I think with anything, we always have to be cautious and we have to revere with respect. That's just something that I always have said and what I've been taught. Um, you know, especially like, and that's something I wanted to mention, like in my culture, you know, um, curanderas and brujas are, you know, mm-hmm. something that, you know, that I refer myself as, you know, a curandera is all about healing and we use mother earth just as well as just witchcraft as well. And, you know, we use what the resources we have and with my, um, native American blood, I, I always use my ancestors first and foremost to always help me. And, um, I call on father sky and grandmother moon. I call to, uh, mother earth and the standing people, the standing tree people. I call in the mountain people, you know, the animals of this earth to always mm-hmm. assist me. Um, so it's, it's really what I've been taught to do. And I know that there's entities and creatures and, and, and deities, you know, things that we, you know, uh, other people would think were 
just fairy tales, but they do exist. And, you know, I've been taught to, to respect them just like my ancestors did. Um, they, they definitely, if you look at Native American lore and legends, you know, they saw things as well. Mm-hmm. They respected them. They prayed to them. They gave them offerings, which is what the same thing I do when, when I leave them offerings and when I, I, I leave my intentions for them and I ask of things from them, you know? So yeah, that, that's what I would have to say. <laughs> Go get advice, people get advice from someone that, that you trust who's, you know, been doing this for a while. And I, I do think that with with time there's come there comes wisdom you you live and you you learn you make mistakes you learn from them but never think that you're better than than anything and oh so powerful you have to trust in your powers trust in your instincts and uh yeah once you start getting too cocky i think that's when bad things start to happen yeah. yes mm-hmm. <laughs> i think yeah. that because there's something when it comes to witchcraft i find that if you're more humble, it's kind yeah. of that old saying of you get more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. And yes. I feel like if you're being cocky, you're vinegar. You're not being yeah, yeah. honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I I love that. And I love that you, um, again, I'm going to butcher this because I'm terrible with this kind of stuff. I, it's so funny. I grew up in New Mexico and I took uh-huh. four years of Spanish and I still cannot speak Spanish <laughs> to save my yeah. life. But I felt so much better in the, the South because I don't have to speak Spanish here because I suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brujo Eria? Is that, did I say that correctly? Brujeria. Yeah, Brujeria. You did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, can you tell our <laughs> listeners a little bit about that? Because it I find that in it's a very not well spoke of uh, mm-hmm. tradition of witchcraft. Yeah, you know what? It's a very cultural thing, and in you know Mexico, especially like in my culture, we see a lot of it. We've you know some of it has been handed down to us, um, you know, and a lot of what I've done has been really taught to me by my ancestors. So communing with them through through spirit world and be really being shown what I need to do and you know, especially when I'm channeling, when I'm in the middle of doing a ceremony, like things just come to me. Like I tell people, I just, I go places. Like I, I literally am able to, from, you know, my ancestors as their descendant, just be, you know, um, their voice, their hands, their eyes when I'm working. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of old practices we do. Um, some people are very different, you know, um, and I've encountered really bad forms of it, but the most of us, like, you know, there's this very beautiful, um, book that was written. It was made into a movie. I love the movie too, but it, you know, the book is a, a lot more different. It's called Bless Me Ultima. So, uh, Bless Me Ultima, you can find it on Amazon, actually, Amazon Prime. It's a really great movie and it's about... A, a woman who who's a bruja and she goes and she starts to train her her um her grandson um who's also has the power and the gift to communicate with the earth and to heal people and to get rid of curses and banish entities you know and she she has that gift and she's also helping her grandson like really come into it and he's torn between his parents wanting him to grow up and be a priest and his grandmother who's who's just ready to pass on this lineage of like healing and helping others and um there is this saying in the book that 
as soon as Ultima would go to someone's village and heal somebody and rid them of demons or break curses, they would be so happy with her and, you know, hug her, give her things, um, be so thankful to her. And then as time passed, they would act as if they didn't know her um, in the village, you know, because she was a bruja. So, yes, she helped them, but you're still blacklisted because you are a witch, you know? So I think that's just been in my culture too. And with people that I know, and when they find out that I am a bruja, they, they ultimately think that I'm bad, but there's really good forms of brujeria that really mm-hmm. do help people, you know, just like in witchcraft um, that, that you guys are, you know, familiar with, but in my culture, um, you know, I communicate also with the saints mm-hmm. and uh, the archangels. So it's, uh, you know, when my grandmother would make her own tinctures and solves and, you know, do her little blessings over them. Like, I'm just like, uh, you know, I, I was just amazed and how all the, the power and magic she would put into her healing, you know, when she'd work with others. Mm-hmm. And it just came from, like I said, like you were talking about humbleness. It's just like, you do everything with love, especially when you're working with mother earth this force of nature that you know can just work against you at any moment um you just revere the earth you revere um everything that you're working with the herbs you speak to them and you know it's you guys have to watch that movie it's beautiful it really is a testament to you know my 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 culture and to brujeria and um uh very much people would call ultima curandera which is also someone who goes and and heals somebody with their touch with their energy with the herbs so yeah it's just it's great I could go on and on so please stop me (laughs) no 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 it's beautiful I love it I love it I love it it's so wonderful and it's interesting that you I didn't even know that you practiced that which is so cool um but there's a gentleman that I follow on Twitter and Instagram Mm -hmm. who Mm -hmm. I want to I want to say that he wrote the book um American Bruja I again I'm going to butcher this Bruja Eria um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jay Ellen Cross. Uh, I want to say mm-hmm. that this is the book, but uh, I tried to Google it while you were speaking, but it looks familiar. It looks right. It sounds yes. like him um, because he goes off of a different Twitter handle, but uh, I have seen it advertised and from everything I've yeah. seen, it looks to be a really great book. So Ooh. that might be something that if you guys are interested and you want to know more about it, check out that book. Yeah, you're gonna have to drop some links in this episode because I will oh, definitely. I will definitely. Yeah, yeah. I always, I always drop the links in the episode for everybody to go buy the wonderful works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. And you know, what's so great is like, yeah, the like brujeria. It's the occult version of you know what what we what we know to be. And, uh, I, I guess. Yeah, it's the occult version, but it's it's the Spanish version, <laughs> right? I mean, I don't know how else to say it. But, you know, it's, um, I don't know, for, for my people, especially, you know, I'm Yaki, you know, my ancestors were Yaki. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so knowing that Bujeria does have like that influence from the indigenous and, you know, especially with Catholicism, we were just talking about the saints, you know, um, the Catholic saints that we work with. Um, but yeah, it can be white magic. It can be, be black magic. Like I was saying, it's just, it really, ha- it depends on the practitioner. We all have that intent and it comes down to intent. So yes. yeah. it comes down to the intent and of your workings, because obviously you can do mm-hmm. any sort of spell, but if your intent is yeah. to do harm with that spell, you can do a healing spell and still end up doing harm to somebody. If your intent is to do harm. 
So yeah, I always say, do it when you're, you know, wait for your emotions to write, you know, write it out because mm-hmm. like doing something when you're angry or emotional, you know, it's, it's just, it's not going to work out. It's not going to work out. The smell is just not going to work. The power and it will not work. It's just like something might manifest that you don't want to. It's yeah, there can be repercussions for that. I always say like, I, I say to myself, I really meditate before I do this. I put, I, you can just feel that calmness that comes over you. It's just like this you know, you know, you're in tune, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely. Definitely. I totally feel that, especially, um, I've been working through Matt Arn's psychic witch book and, um, Mm -hmm. which you guys have all heard me talk about on the show. Uh, such a great book, but in his, uh, book, he actually talks about basically having your brain trained to have this meditative state where you just do, like a hand movement or like you do something that helps trigger your brain to go into that meditative state for you to do your workings into and get into that Mm -hmm. psychic state, which is so cool. And I'm still learning how to do that. Like I, I'm very good at doing that when I want to actually project like dual walk. Um, But Mm -hmm. when it's anything else, I'm just like, it takes me a minute because my beautiful Mm -hmm. ADHD brain is like, oh, hey, look, it's shiny. Oh, look, you forgot to light the candle. Oh, hey, what about this? Are you sure you don't need this? Or brain, shut the fuck up, please. (laughs) Yeah, I totally understand. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) So uh, my next Mm -hmm. question for you is, is there an area of the craft or a field of study that you are interested in and exploring that you may have not really dipped into yet. Yeah, I know we talked really a little wanna... bit about the Norse, but yeah, uh, yeah. so if that's something that's, you know, the road you're going down, that's totally cool. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I really, you know, I want to get to know everything, to be honest with you. <laughs> I really want to be more um, uh, knowledgeable about that. And, you know, I, at this moment, I really would like to know more about herbology. And, you know, I have friends who are like, so, I mean, my God, I mean, they can read me, you know, when I start talking about it, they're like, um, well, you know what? And I'm just like, I feel stupid when I'm talking to them about it. So yeah, I really want to uh, be well versed in the craft a lot more. Like I said, it's just like, I'm a baby, I'm coming into this world, and I'm still learning. But you know, I'm doing things my way. And it's been working so well. I, I'm in such a great place. But mm-hmm. it's like, I, I feel like a toddler, like I'm seeing things for the first time and learning about them and seeing what works with me. And it's, it's an, it's a very exciting time for me. So yeah, I think I, I would love to know more about different deities and, you know, um, uh, and, and the herbology type of, um, you know, practice that I can start I- including more, you know, because I mm-hmm. want to make my own tinctures. I want to do a lot of what my grandma did, you know, um, so far I buy from really great local witches and, uh, it's just, you know, um, Ain't Goddess. You guys have to look her up, inkgoddess.com. She, she's just amazing. Amazing. I, I, I buy so much from her. Um, but yeah, I, I would like to make my own. <laughs> you know, I, I would. I would like to make my own stuff. So I think that's where I'm at. I completely feel that vibe, like, in my soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's so many things. Like, I there's some things that I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I know what I'm talking about. Like, I could sit there and talk yeah. about it for days on end. But mm-hmm. other t- things, I'm just like, I know a little bit about this. I know enough yeah. to keep me out of trouble if I do something with this. <laughs> um, yeah. But the rest of it, I, I need to know more. And I, 
I have also started kind of researching ways to mm -hmm. really get back into herbalism. Like I was into it for a while and then, mm -hmm. you know, I just didn't devote the time to it because there's so much in it. And, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it essentially. So that was one of those things that I didn't devote enough time to it and I'm slowly getting mm -hmm. back into it. Um, a beautiful book that I've been working through lately as well, because, you know, with ADHD brain, I cannot read just one book at once. I have to read five because that's my brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've been working through Hecate's Garden. Have you read that Ooh, one yet? No, it sounds amazing. Oh, it's so fucking <laughs> gorgeous, y'all. If yeah. you have not read this book, please go buy a copy of it. It's by Cindy, 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 Bain, brain. hold on. <laughs> we're gonna look this up we're gonna look it up because uh, I Cindy hello could you tell me her name please Cindy Brannon <laughs> I was very Wrong close Google. I was very close um, oh I, nice uh -huh. yeah beautiful book like she has this gorgeous piece about Hecate's daughter Medea that just mm -hmm. moved me and it was like the beginning of the oh, book and I'm oh. like Okay, I already bought the book, but I would go mm -hmm. buy it again just for this passage. So, yeah. just stunning writing. Please go buy the book. It's so good, you guys. It uh, sounds so good, yeah. It really does show a lot of different herbs, and it talks about mm -hmm. different ways to work with it. And it's mm -hmm. so funny because as I've been working through it and I've been growing my garden, every mm -hmm. time I go out into my garden, I talk to Hecate, um, who's one of my mm -hmm. patrons. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, let's, you know, I'd like this to get a little bit bigger. Can I have some more, you know, vegetables with this? Can I have some more herbs mm -hmm. and more growth from this? I have mm -hmm. a pineapple basil plant that is ginormous. Mm -hmm. And it's only oh. June. <laughs> and it's so funny. Yeah. I've never grown one before. <laughs> so. I'm like, no, I'm so jealous because like I, I need to, that's what I'm talking about. Like I really need to work on it. I, that's so beautiful to me. Like you have to, that's such a beautiful craft. I think mm -hmm. to be honest with you, it's, it's, it's amazing. I get, Oh, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> and the funny that's thing awesome. is I'm because I have multiple sclerosis and I'm super mm -hmm. heat intolerant. I have had mm -hmm. the worst luck in my entire life trying to grow a garden. And this year it's actually been extremely successful. And yeah. I don't know if it's working with Hecate. We'll give her all the props here. With <laughs> yeah. This. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just been a wonderful experience. And it, like, it gives me that time to go out and be in nature, even if it's only like five minutes, just watering, but oh, yeah. you know, it's mm -hmm. so nice. And mm -hmm. I, I love it so much. So I think it's so cool that you are wanting to work with more herbs and stuff like that. And yeah. if you get to the point where you get to garden and all that. Um, I would love book it because I think you I would will. really jive with it. Yeah, I have a lot of books on herbalism, and you know, the last one I bought was uh, it was Steve Cunningham. It was the um, uh, Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I, yeah, it is, it is. I lent it out to my cousin, and, and you know, I need it back because I, I was starting to learn more. <laughs> like you were saying, I started it, and then I started forgetting. So I, I need to get back. The funny, <laughs> get back. That, that's really funny that you say that you lent it out. I lent out my copy, and I never got it back. No, so, maybe. Yeah. Okay. This is a sign for me to like text her in a little bit and be like, hey, I want my book back. <laughs> I, I definitely did that. But you know, it's so funny because I love Scott Cunningham's work. But mm -hmm. um, as I've talked with other, you know, more modern authors and stuff like that, mm -hmm. especially like mm -hmm. Lauren Tempest Zakroff, she really, 
I, I believe it. I want to say that it was in an interview, but it totally could have because we've had her on cast and chatted like three times now. Um, mm -hmm. But I would say that she it was either in an interview or a panel that she did for an event. I cannot remember. Uh, mm -hmm. But I do know that she did say something along the lines of it's good to know the originals, like the original authors, like Scott, Scott Cunningham. But it's also good to explore the new authors because times change. Practices yes, they change. do. And mm -hmm. it's just so amazing to think about how as we grow as humanity, how our mm -hmm. practices change. And it's so funny. Yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine about this. And if we're going to segue back to your beautiful Norse stuff, um, yeah. my, my main patron deity is Loki. And oh, yes. with mm -hmm. the show Loki that's coming out, everyone <laughs> yeah. is saying, oh, hey, you know, how does Loki feel about this? Well, for me, Loki is mm -hmm. kind of indifferent to the show itself, but he mm -hmm. likes the fact that everyone is worshiping an archetype of him. Oh, yeah. And he is eating that up. Whether or not, <laughs> like, obviously we know that the Marvel Cinematic Universe myth is mm -hmm. kind of right but it's mostly wrong and mm -hmm. but he's still eating it up because he's like that's based off of me so inadvertently <laughs> in a roundabout way y'all are still worshiping me so yes yeah. <laughs> and it keeps, it keeps him alive it keeps him you yes, know powerful absolutely yeah, right. and mm -hmm. so what are your thoughts on working with old almost forgotten gods no you know i and i don't know if you would call them forgotten but you know odin and freya i, I pretty much started you know in the beginning really working with him i i had a a client that i used to work with and you know i do have my own practice i was incorporating into my own spiritual practice i had a home studio so i would get clients in i do readings for and, and um, energy healings and whatnot and i was working with a client who was having infertility problems so i i don't know and, and she's like very um uh, she would also, you know, uh, pray to Odin, and mm -hmm. uh, she she felt comfortable in me invoking and 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 also working with him too. Um, but yeah, I I think that I think it's a beautiful thing because, like you said, things are changing. There's new new ways of being, new ways of thinking, and you know, with anything, you know, things evolve, things change. But um, yeah, especially you know, working with the goddess Frigga, like I just. Um, had this really beautiful connection with her, and I and I still do. It's just like like I said, I I haven't worked with her in a while because mm -hmm. I, I like I said I had to close my practice a year ago when COVID, you know, um, happened. But I was really working closely with her for for quite some time, um, and especially to help um, to help my client. And it just so happened, you know, my clients. Um, on her second child she's expecting her second one and they have been trying for years so I, I owe that all to her to be honest with you um yeah that's uh that, that's wonderful I actually have done astral work with Frigg I I've never done any uh, like devotional work with her but I I uh -huh. one of my favorite things to do when I actually project is I like to connect with my deities and I like to do yes. I like to go into an area in the astral realm that I call the God's Grove. And it looks mm -hmm. like this beautiful forest. And mm -hmm. I walk down these paths and commune with my gods. And mm -hmm. every now and then I will have deities that I don't work with that are from other pantheons or wherever that all just mm -hmm. kind of hang out in the same place. It's not, 
it's kind of like a meeting of the world for me when it comes to oh my god pantheons oh my god i'm and... sorry i'm getting the chills because that's just what I, what happens to me Stop. i'm getting <laughs> i love no, it because like, <laughs> like you don't know my practice you don't know what i do but i swear no that's just what what happens with me and you know when i'm working with somebody like like i said i'm, I'm gone i'm projecting mm -hmm. i'm you know i'm channeling i'm not here but that's exactly what i see it's just wow that's crazy yeah that's beautiful. i love it i love it so much and i think it's so <laughs> cool because when it comes to actually projecting it is different mm -hmm. for a lot of people but some people it's very it similar um mm -hmm. some people it's very difficult for them to actually project people like myself it's very easy i've been doing it since i was a small child um, yes and mm -hmm. didn't even realize i was doing it until somebody was like you just actually projected and i'm like I did really I've been doing that <laughs> yeah. forever <laughs> and mm -hmm. so yeah it's very easy for me to do what I call dual walking where I can be like yes. in an awake state but I can also mm -hmm. project and I guess you could also call that channeling in some ways so you know it's yeah. just a different terminology for how it works but yeah my, my encounters with Frigga she is beautiful she is wonderful to mm -hmm. work with so mm -hmm. sweet um yes. very motherly and yes she has she was not one of my deities that i did any devotional work with but i have communed mm -hmm. with her and she's just wonderful to talk to i haven't communed yeah. with her in a long time because i was working with an individual at the time um who was having a hard time actually projecting but they really were they kept getting a lot of signs from frig and they kept getting a lot of signs from odin mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. odin interestingly enough wanted nothing to do with them it was actually a trickster and, oh, no. But Frigg mm -hmm. was reaching out to them, trying to heal them from the damage the trickster was actually trying to do. So yeah. it was very interesting. And that was one of the things that I got to do with Frigg. So that's super mm -hmm. cool that you get to work with Frigg. And I love that we have those interesting little synchronistic synchronistic connections with yeah it's so awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love it like me and my friend asher's as well we have these weird synchronicities that link us together with our our craft and what we believe in it's just like awesome but uh yeah i used to, um i used to just oh my god i i did so much work with her with my son you know my my youngest was very premature so mm -hmm. yeah i did so, um when i was pregnant with him especially i just felt something was was not right so um i he was really he it was a miracle he had the cord wrapped around his neck like twice he was a breached birth it was a miracle that he was you know that he made it to be honest with you um and i yeah it's a miracle but uh, yeah it's been uh it's been quite and it still is like it i think that like i'm learning so much from you just talking with you and i think that's what should happen in this community is that we need to yes. be here for each other and not be like oh well i'm better and i know more and <laughs> you you said that wrong and that's not what it, you're not really a witch you can't call yourself well i i've had that no because i've been treated that way by, by mm -hmm. some people and, it, and it's really sad and it made me want to give up and i i just want to tell all you you know other witches like me who, who are still trying to find themselves you know don't let anybody put you down believe in yourself believe in your own power follow your intuition don't listen to anybody but yourself because you are your own guide um and it's not right you know these people that do make other witches feel this way you know it's just like shame on them like i feel like it's just so sad that they've lost complete sight of themselves mm -hmm. and you know you can really get caught up in this you really can and you you can let yourself go down really dark paths and 
uh, it, it can be dark paths of the ego too. You know, it, it's like you, you have no place telling somebody that they, they are not, uh, witch enough <laughs> like, being like, I, don't, I don't know like it's just it's, it's just messed up to me and I love that there's uh, there is a really great community out there and mm-hmm. you know speaking with you and getting to know other witches you know um, through Twitter and everything it's been it's been a blessing it's really helped me it's been it's really helped me to be honest with you it, it really has because I think sometimes mental health can play a, a big role in it that's why I really love love listening to your podcast because Aww. you know I I love when you talk about that stuff. No, really, it really has helped me get through a lot. And especially through last year and this year, going through things and really, you know, when, when you're in a bad place, you start doubting yourself, you start start do- doubting your craft and your abilities and you, you can let yourself stay in that, you know, dark space. And um, it's really helpful when you have support from other witches, you know, to help see you through it. So I'd say, you know, reach out, reach out to your other uh which friends in the community and just ask for help you know it, it, it's out there so yeah. yes it is and you know kind of playing <laughs> off of that what you just said i would love to really kind of talk about quickly with when it comes to your craft and it comes to anybody trying to say oh you, you know you're doing it wrong kind of like what we were saying with astrally projecting what you see, what you do, how you practice, as long as you're, I don't, I'm not Wiccan, but I do say that as long as you're not out there to, you know, just be a shitlord <laughs> and harm people just to, for shits and giggles, yeah. um, <laughs> I would say do whatever feels right, do whatever works right. If you have a deity that likes, you know, hot tamale candies, because Loki does. Loki loves them to be oh, fair. So that, that's one of his favorite things in the whole wide world. I have to give him some if I ever get any. Um, yeah. But if you have a deity that wants something totally random that's not on the preferred list or it's not mm-hmm. something that is traditional, yeah. fucking break the rules. It's yeah. okay. As long as mm-hmm. it feels good to you and it's magic within you and it works, mm-hmm. who the mm-hmm. fuck cares? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I am in total agreement with that. Exactly. I, Ugh, I have seen so you. many individuals that, you know, especially because I, my ADHD brain loves TikTok because it gives me perfect amounts of <laughs> dopamine, but yes. I also despise TikTok. I despise witch talk so much um, because oh, yeah. there's so many individuals out there that want to tell you that your practice isn't good or you can't you know, do this, or it's a closed practice, or we're going to hex the moon and the fae, and I don't even remember yeah. what the other thing was that they hexed, but oh, it's, God. like, it's so laughable, and it, at the same yeah. time, it's really sad, because we have witches who are learning or just coming into the practice, and they think that, yeah, I can't do this because it's a closed practice. Like, they said tarot mm-hmm. was a closed practice. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. That's why I, not. <laughs> yeah. I have people who made me feel bad about that too. Like when I started, you know, reading cards, it, like that's another way. Like people read their own way. People mm-hmm. have their own, you know, I, like I said, when you're being called by spirit to do something, you know, a certain way and it comes from a great place, like, it, I don't know. I just, I always follow it. I do. I yes. follow my own voice. Yeah. Follow your own voice, but you know, also be careful what you're listening to. 
that's no 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 yeah it goes back to protection it goes back to protection and if you're working with deities quiz your deities on their lore because guess what you can have a trickster deity because i work with loki he is a god of chaos and you can have a trickster come in and if you don't if they get one thing wrong or just one thing slightly wrong it may not be who you think it is it might be somebody else trying to imitate them Oh, so, it's so good that you brought that up. I do really the same just thing. I ask good questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ask good questions, safe. dude. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Well, I have one final question for you because we're about okay. to wrap out our wonderful interview here. Awesome. Tell everybody about your show. What projects Yay. are you working on? Where they can <laughs> find you? All mm-hmm. that great stuff because we would love to hear all of it. Yay! So you guys can find my um, podcast and all podcast platforms at this point. Um, it's called Life Paranormal with V. Um, I'm also on Twitter. My Twitter handle is V Life Paranormal. Um, hit me up. You know, I really love to have guests on to talk about their own experiences. It's not just about um, you know the paranormal and unexplained. Like it's really about the human connection and how people who have experienced these things you know what they've learned from it what they've you know what it's taught them about themselves um a a lot of people have you know had issues with this so we talk about that and my hope is that you know you hear something very spooky and it gets you scared but you know that you learn from something from it um I am having some new episodes come out soon. Um, I had to take a little mental break, a mental health break there for a little while, but um, I'm going to get back into it. We're going to be releasing another episode, um, I think, this next weekend coming up. So look out for that. Yeah, I'm excited. So, you know, get new followers, get new listeners. Let me know what you think. Go follow the show, everybody. It is so good, and it's such a wonderful podcast to listen to, especially if you just want those chill, spooky vibes. Go check it out. Oh, yeah. It's wonderful. Uh, do you have any other projects you're working on besides the podcast? You know, I I love making these appearances, you know, with other shows and other people. It's great. Um, but I... I don't know. No, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary, you know, not right mm-hmm. now. That's I'm putting things on the back burner. That's completely <laughs> yeah. fair. It's a really interesting time too, because I feel like a lot of people are like kind of not necessarily taking a hiatus from projects, but they're also just yeah. kind of taking it easy with projects. And I just feel yeah. like we're in this weird, it, kind of like we were last year about this time. It's just a weird vibe right now. So yeah. I, I got this message, like, don't take, don't, take on too much like mm-hmm. take it easy <laughs> take it easy take be careful if you need to do some healing do your protection do your yes. shadow work be good to yourself mm-hmm. if you need to seek psychiatric help or seek a therapist because you're going through yes. some mental health stuff there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with it please do it we've talked about this many times on the show um i believe i am a firm believer in seeking therapy because i feel like the human race needs therapy in every form yes exactly well v thank you so much for coming on the show this has been lovely you are going to have to come back and we're going to have to chit chat more about witchcraft and all sorts of other cool stuff because you're just an amazing goddess in human form we love you (laughs) um guys check this out make sure you go follow v uh all of the books and everything that we talked about there's going to be links in the show notes you guys can check all that cool stuff out 
her links to her shows and all that good stuff are also going to be in the show notes. There's going to be a lot of links in the show notes. Uh, but it's all good stuff. Go check it out. And I will see you all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.